Hello and welcome back to another episode of the In The Can Podcast. As always, I am Devin and I'm with Tom and James. And this week we are going to be doing our favorite movies of the year, like movies that we think should win Oscars, movies that we have seen this year that are our favorite, the best cinematography, and all those different categories. Specifically the ones that have been released this year. Yes. Uh, I will say now I have a few that don't. 100% follow the rules as far as Oscars go. Oh, no. If it's the nomination, because I'm going to be doing my favorite of the year and what I believe will win the nominate or win the actual award. Um, those, all the ones that win the award, actually do follow the, the rules and all that. But my favorites of the year may not. I have some from Film Fest that don't have enough uh, theaters and so on. So. I am unfortunately going to be the one in this group who hasn't seen enough of the ones that came out this year to be able to really properly give a good spread. Yeah. yeah I've seen I'm, I've seen more than I usually do. I'm just kind of along for the ride at this point because uh, I'm a jumble of a mess that showed up for a podcast. And let's see how this turns out. You've known about this topic. I have known about this topic. Doesn't make it any easier for me. <laughs> much. I have seen like 70 something and a whole 79 of them. And a whole lot of them are not great. So... We'll see. I've seen 11 from the current year. I've seen 44. I have also... I've not seen a lot of the ones that'll be big Oscar contenders. None of us have seen 1917. Uh, it hasn't come out yet, though. Yeah. Uh, it's come out to, like, various places. Like, it's in California and New York. Okay. And so on. I know, so, I know that, that there's a couple of them yeah. that haven't come out yet that are definitely on my list to watch. Yeah. 1917 being the big one. It's yeah. like, I'm, I'm going to see that. 1917, Uncut Gems, and Little Women have not been released. As Even Just Mercy hasn't been released. Um, there's also ones that got really limited releases, like Lighthouse. Um, uh, the couple of other big ones are coming from Netflix. Two Popes, Marriage Story, uh, Irishman. They're coming from Netflix. And what, depending on what you want to say about it, Spielberg, um, they're movies, and they did get a little bit of theatrical release. So... Yeah, uh, that all being said, we're going to go from documentary all the way up to the important (laughs) ones. Uh, We are going to skip shorts. We're going to skip original song, because who gives a shit? Congratulations, Frozen, you have another song. Um, So I guess the question is, do we want to kind of go around and say favorites and then kind of decide on what we think the the pick is for each individual one going up into the the important one? Uh, Let's do what we believe our favorites are and then speculate pretty quick what we think the actual winner is going to be. Because I'm guessing a lot of our favorites of the year are not going to actually be the nominations at all. Okay, and then just start from there and go all the way up, finishing with... Yeah, hopefully when we get to, like, Best Picture, we at least kind of understand, you know, what movie is someone's favorite of the year by that time. Most likely. uh, I'm going to guess with our first category here, Best Documentary, I'm going to guess at least people have seen documentaries this year. I've seen three. I've seen one. I'm surprised. I I'm surprised that. Yeah, uh, I've seen two. All right, uh, Tom, you start. You're right in the middle. What are your two, and which one do you think is your favorite of the year? So, the two that I've seen were, uh, "We Shall Not Grow Old" or "They Shall Not Grow Old." Yeah, okay. and oh, yeah. "Won't You Be My Neighbor." Uh, Eh, yeah. Won't you be my neighbor? Was technically last year, was it? Yeah, I, I saw it at the film festival last year. It came out December last year. Okay, so then I've seen one. Yeah, <laughs> sorry about that. That's yeah. right. Basil Macro Old is uh, definitely one that I would recommend as being 
up there, especially with how much buzz it got and the fact that it was in mainstream theaters for as long as it was. The theater I worked at... It was only like, a couple weeks, wasn't it? We actually had to keep it while. around for nearly a month. We were That's, only supposed to have two showings of it total. That's yeah. impressive for, and it for a And sold out so quickly that we decided, okay, we're going to pay to get extra showings of it. And it paid off. And it sold out for nearly every showing up through the end of our run of it. Yeah, that was one that... I wouldn't be surprised if that at least gets a nomination for Best Documentary. Yeah. Well, it's it's because it's, real quickly, it's because it's an interesting topic that people are actually starting to look more into since the buzz of World War II has kind of gone away. Yeah. That and the fact that the way Peter Jackson approached it for putting everything together is incredibly compelling. Okay, cool. So, all right. Me, I saw the one, and it's the... It's the documentary focusing on the amazing Jonathan, okay. a magician comedian who is from Michigan. Graduated from Frazier. Yeah, it's a, he is he is from around our area. That's where I graduated from as well. And it's I shot a film there. It's interesting just seeing the life and times of this man, and to see kind of what happened to him. Do you think there's going to be like any Oscar buzz for? Oh, it absolutely anything? not. No. Okay. It's it's a fun side. Side documentary to kind of see it's like you remember the if you remember the the, the prop magician the amazing Jonathan and, and laugh at him it's like it's kind of an interesting look into his life beyond that no it's not it's not Oscar worthy which is yeah, kind of it's not, you know pretentious it doesn't give a deep story kind of no no it's not pretentious okay <laughs> yeah uh, the three that I've seen this year one is the Great Hack which I hated <laughs> um, it started as a really interesting thing about the Cambridge Analytica and then just went downhill from there. Um, I also saw, oh, what's it called? Um, Super Size Me 2, Holy Chicken, which oh, yeah, I started really interesting and then just kind of lost its way. But the one that I'd have to say is my favorite documentary I've seen is Framing Don DeLorean. Um, it's all about... DeLorean Car, right? It's about DeLorean from DeLorean Cars. And it's, um, uh, Alec Baldwin is one of the storylines and he's getting ready to pr- play John DeLorean in a movie based on John DeLorean, but it's actually for the documentary. Um, oh god, my brain! Then there's the whole backstory about what John DeLorean, what he did, making the DeLorean car and all that. Why he made it a piece of shit. Yeah, and it was this really interesting, interesting documentary. But I don't expect it to do anything. It's not a, it's not an Oscar contender at all. Maybe, but there are so many other ones at the film festival this year. And the one I want to mention from that is One Child Nation. Um, oh, China! It's about China and their one child policy. And it goes into just how Orwellian 1984 type that is. Like Brave New World type terrifying. There's a reason I never want to go to China. And yeah, that is one that the documentary from everything I've heard is just great. Uh, That and Planet of the Humans, which I'm not sure if that actually got a, a theatrical release, but that's all about how we're screwing up what we did to to cause global warming and kind of that that like our impact and it turns out is a pretty good documentary i just i don't expect that to they already gave inconvenient truth so the one that i think is going to win is one child nation but i will disagree with that because mine sure is not yeah so collectively do we have like a what we think is going to be the winner 
this year. Or documentaries is kind of tough because we don't usually watch documentaries. You don't really hear about them either. Yeah. So yeah. I think I, I think I heard you mentioning One Child Nation, but I don't really. Remember. Yeah. But I remember that kind of that kind of makes sense. I mean, I got no real consensus, so I, I think uh, they shall not grow old. I think that was one of those two. Well, I think those are both. Yeah, I think those are both for a win. Those will both be nominated. I think One Child Nation might be like a harder hitting movie. Because right. you realize just how terrible that was. Because it's not something from the past. It's well, something that's, that's happening. Yeah, right I now. mean, that's the other thing, too, is uh, They Shall Not Grow Old was incredibly impactful because of how god awful everything was. Yeah. And we never realized it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Until, like, we always knew it was bad, but we never realized just how bad it was and, and the mentality that went into it. Yeah, so I mean, like, it's hard to say with this one. Yeah, this is a hard mind. one. It's always one of those kind of wild card that people get points on if they're you know betting. Uh, so the next one we're going to jump into uh, again. We're going to jump over original song because who cares? Um, we're going to jump into best score. Um, who wants to start with this one? Uh best score. You know what the weird thing is? As much as I enjoy music, I'm having a hard time remembering any of them. I have that same problem. Yeah, you know what? No, you know what? The the one I can I can definitely say I can remember the most John Wick three, okay, and that's because one it's a little bit of a continuation from from the other two, which was which were phenomenal soundtracks scores I apologize yeah. phenomenal scores, but also because there's a couple there's a couple pieces in three specifically the one come to mind is Winter at the Con- at the Continental, yeah, which is a remix of Vivaldi's Winter. Oh my god, that is just that is an orgasm right there. It is great. Uh, Tyler Bates does phenomenal work, and like yeah, I think I think that's the one that sticks out the most in my head. All right, uh, Tom. I honestly don't know about this one. I can't make anything stand out for kind of yeah, kind of the same problem I did. Yeah, I mean, if anything, I'm just gonna throw it out there for Star Wars. The only problem I have with Star Wars is that it's been done. And it's taking themes from previous movies. A lot of remixes, stuff. yeah. I understand yeah. that. But, but it is John Williams. It is John Williams. And, and it's he carries also, a lot of weight. He does. So. And it's also been closest to my mind since I just saw the movie yeah. on Thursday. Yeah, It's also his final Star Wars movie. Yes. I could see them giving him a legacy pick. But um, for mine, my favorite of the year was Glass. Uh, oh yeah, not the, a good movie. The tick, 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 right? Not a good movie. I'm, I'm going to say, other than uh, James McAvoy, this is a completely forgettable movie. But the soundtrack is phenomenal. You said um, it grabbed your attention instantly. I remember you yeah. saying that. The it is all ticking clocks and a kind of like very weird, like things are fighting with each other whenever Kevin Wendell Crumb's on screen, which makes perfect sense for the split character that he's a character at constant odds with himself. But then whenever they go to glass, it's always like ticking clocks and everything's in motion and like everything, you understand that everything's in order. And then when they cut to uh, Bruce Willis, it's all like very heavy and very strong and powerful. And the three themes fight each other throughout the movie. And I just think it's one of those that uh, West Dylan Thornton does a perfect job with this, um, this score. And I... I just wish the movie was better. So it's never going to get a nomination. Not a good enough movie, but the score, the score is great. Maybe. I, I kind of doubt it. That's why I said might. Um, yeah, as far as what I think is going to actually get the nomination, potentially win, is Ford v. Ferrari. That had a damn good score. It's all that like 
driving pulse. Like you just knew it's, that it's, it's not quite that, but it was like it it brought you like energetically into the scenes, even when the scene hasn't started yet. And it like, oh, read you like you knew that something big is happening. It, it always felt like it was pushing the story forward with the music too. And that's where I think Ford B. Ferrari was a really good one. You know what? I can't. I can't disagree. It's like the the my favorite was John Wick, but honestly, aside from like Winter at the Continental or Excommunicado, something like that, or I still think that of the soundtracks and of the movies, the first one definitely had the best of all of it mm-hmm. since it was new and fresh. Yeah. So no, I can't. I I think I, I think I'll go with that too, just because yeah. as much as I like John Wick three, the score for it. It's a little too much of similar that we've had. Still great, but and I've heard nothing but good things about like Ford and Ferrari. Same actually. Yeah, it's, I've heard a lot of I haven't had a chance it. to see it. Might if you get a chance to see it, it's a a really really good film. Um, don't go into it expecting like a high octane action race movie. No, it's it a is a character study, study about the, the driver and the mechanic. Yeah, and that's fine by me. They're differing points, like opinions on stuff. I mentioned Pope, the two popes, very similar as the the two the two popes, the two popes with different opinions, that's, the that's two car drivers with different opinions, and it's just a more action heavy movie. So, okay, yeah, all right. Then. Um, next up is adapted screenplay. Ooh, this one is tough because you have to know one: is it from a book? Is it from another movie? Is it a? Is it? Based on stage play, hypothetically. Uh, oh. If it's a remake, it'll be here. If it's a remake, probably not winning an Oscar. Um, <laughs> crap. So either you or me, Tom. Uh, or ahead. Okay. So for this one, I want to throw out there because uh, I believe it's based off a book. I'm not entirely sure. The upside. The upside is a remake. Oh, is based it on the Untouchables. So yes, that is a adapted screenplay. Based on the Untouchables. In Touchables. Oh, In Touchables. Okay, it's a French film. Gotcha. Oh, um, I thought it was fantastic. Loved the movie. Uh, really would like to. Uh, it's the Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston and um, oh, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Yeah. Uh, oh, that one. Another one. I don't know how. Uh, what the source material was for this, I believe it was also based off a book, Midway. Midway? Uh, yeah, I think, I think it's it based on a book. What, what is... Based off a war? <laughs> well, based on a story. I think it's based... Book, yeah. Well, so this one is actually historically accurate. Oh, it is? Yes. And it actually prefaces the movie with these are as... Uh, the following events are as accurate as we can Oh, so them. basically you got journal entries from that time of... Journal entries and first Combat reports? Yeah, first-hand uh, accountings and things like that. That's cool. Um, yeah, another movie that I highly, highly recommend. Um, I also want to say The Best of Enemies. I... That's... I want to say is also based off of... I think it's based on, like, I know it's a real... Uh, obviously real events, because it's yeah. about anti-segregation. Um, yeah. but I believe it was either like a autobiography or something like that. I think that it might be based off of I could be wrong. Okay. Um, and then, uh, Dr. Sleep. Uh, based on the book by Stephen King. Yes. And so this one, I, I absolutely 100% enjoyed from beginning to end. Thought it was a very awesome movie for me to watch. Uh, I'm amazed I haven't seen that one yet. 
I'm surprised too, actually. Yeah. yeah. It's just one that kind of got lost in the shuffle around Thanksgiving and, and like Halloween and just kind of like all through that time, I just kind of got lost doing yeah. other things. Going through a daydream. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah. Jojo Rabbit. Okay. It's adapted. Um, I, I believe it I says think that Rabbit is in a, I believe it says in the very beginning that it's based off of a book or something. No like shit. Yeah. Wow, that's the first During time the opening credits. That's the first time hearing of it, jeez. Uh and uh I believe it was a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Uh yep, that's based on the interviews between the two. Which absolutely 100% I think this one's going to get nominated without a doubt because yeah, see that that will it not only did it make me cry multiple times throughout the film, um, but it just brought back so many memories of when I was a kid from watching the show. And I won't lie, that's probably going to deal with it. So that's yeah. probably going to be a good uh, deal of it. Jojo Rabbit was based on a book by Christine Lunens called Caging Skies. There we go. Really? Wow. Um, okay. Alita Battle Angel. Uh, yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, like I said it, I was going to. It's easily, I think, that it's going to be nominated for something. I don't think it'll be a screenplay. May not be screenplay, but I think it's going to be nominated for something. Just throwing yeah. that part out. Oh there. yeah, no, it'll be a nominated but for a couple of things. Um, it's it better. One of them. Aladdin. I have to mention it because it's based Aladdin off is a whole lot better than it should have been. Yes. I will, I will um, I'm not saying that it's necessarily something out there, but I think that like. Okay, which one did you? Which one are you choosing, dude? <sighs> oh, God. Yeah, um, pick, man. Cut it. I know. Uh, what is the? Best adapted screenplay. What is your personal choice? I think you might have said it with A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. It's such a tough choice between A Beautiful Day and JoJo. Um, Choose which child, Sophie. <laughs> Choose which child. Can I just cut them both in half and take one half of each? <laughs> yeah, that's how that works. Wait, what are the two you chose? A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood and JoJo. <laughs> so what, A Beautiful Day in JoJo Rabbit? <laughs> Doesn't sound right. <laughs> a beautiful Jojo in the neighborhood. Yeah. Jojo! Jojo! A beautiful rabbit in the, in the neighborhood, yeah. Um, we can take JoJo. both. We'll take both. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, if you're having that much, you. of, you're yeah, having I, that much I, of a trouble. Okay. Honestly, I, yeah. I'm going to be a lot quicker. The only two I could think of would be Detective Pikachu, adapted from the games. Yep. But oh, that was yeah. only, that was a middling movie. Enjoyable, but not great. And the other one is Elite Battle Angel, and I'm, I'm sorry, like, that was just phenomenal. Yeah. Um, I don't think it'll get screenplay nomination. I don't like think it'll you. get screenplay. Um, unfortunately, there's a few others that it probably will get nominations, but screenplay is definitely yeah. Unfortunately, but I think they did a damn good job for yeah. what they get, what the pool that came from. At least that's what I'm hearing for a lot from a lot of people who enjoy the manga. Yeah, right. All um, right, the next one. Uh, well, for my adapted yeah, yeah, screenplay, uh, I've seen a bunch that yeah are adapted. Uh, I'm not going to bother listing them all, but the one that I think had the best screenplay as in dialogue and everything like that that is an that is an adaption is guest artist uh this is one that i saw at the film festival about the two the screenwriter and the the aspiring screenwriter oh, that, right, that one right and it's based on the stage play by jeff daniels so it's an so it's the same writer it's a self-adaptation yeah there's a couple of movies that have done the that. two of them in a train station for an hour and a half and it is just one of the best dialogue I've seen in a movie in a long time. Um, it's technically it is not eligible for an Oscar because it didn't get enough release, which is sad because it is such a micro budget. It doesn't have enough money to 
make it to theaters. Mm. That's so weird. that's really sad. That's and weird. it will be one that if it does come out, nobody's going to see it because nobody's going to see it. <laughs> it's very niche, uh, very small. Out of curiosity, uh, did it become available on any streaming services? Not available anywhere yet. At least not that I've been able to find. Okay. Um, well, I was curious about when that. it does. Uh, go and check it out. Guest artist. Um, don't expect anything. No big action. No big anything. But the characters are the two interesting characters talking to each other in in one room, and it is all right. Then so what? Um, what do you do? You have any thoughts? I'm kind of thinking. As far as what is actually going to win, I think that Irishman is a lock. Uh, oh it's yeah, personally based, not my based favorite. On it's based on a book called "I Hear You Paint Houses," and I Hear You Paint Houses is that's code for it's code for I hear you, I hear you kill people. Yep. Um, At the end, it's monster code. Irishman, uh, Martin Scorsese, and all that. Scorsese, it, yeah. It's probably a lock. I wish it wasn't. I'm not a huge fan of it, but it is one of the one of the highest bombshell about the Roger Ailes, yeah. Megyn Kelly. That's I, an adaptation. Yeah. I'm, it's based so. on. So. It's based on actual events and accounts and all that. So oh, I don't okay. know if it's an adaptation or original, but um, one I would like to mention real quick as another honorable mention is the current war. Oh yeah, yeah. I could see that being. I could oh. see that being nominated, but I don't I don't think it'll it, win. But it has no chance of winning. The it movie itself was awesome, and it's based off of the That's War the, of the Currents. Yep, was the book. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> but I think which one you can, like? Irishman. I'm gonna go with the Irishman. I wish it wasn't, but I think that's what's going to win the Oscar. Considering the pedigree and unfortunately just how people kind yeah. of unknowingly kind of go with it. or And again, I I do not mean to insult this the last time I say it. Kind of the kind of pretentiousness that goes along with the Oscars. They they definitely hold, hold themselves to what they believe is a higher standard. And Irishman is like an Oscar bait movie. And yeah, the, it There's could be reason. pretentious, but yeah, it's, it's one that Everyone's going to look at it and go, oh, that's Scorsese. Cool, I'll vote for it. So, yeah. Yeah, Even people who don't know the actual movie is that, oh, Scorsese, I know that. He does good work. I'm going to, I'm going to put it in for him. Yeah. So, next one. Uh, next one, we're going to go original screenplay. Oh. Ooh. This one's a little <sighs> bit more wide open, so don't list everything that you have, because I have a ton now. 60-something of these. I got, um, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm just going to, I'm just going to say my, my top one. So right. I go Ad Astra. Okay. I'm okay. sorry. It did that just that's that that one's gonna come up a couple times because holy crap. I'm pretty sure it asked as original. It might be an adaptation. If it is, I am not I'm, I'm if shocked. it's an adaptation, then yeah, they're boom, cool. <laughs> yeah, if it's an adaptation, then that's good that's gonna be my top pick for adaptation, period. But no, it's like if that's if that's original, it's like I'm sorry, I was blown it's an original. away. I was I was blown away by that movie. Yeah. It was and they, again, it's going to pop up a couple more times. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, it, that pops up in mind, just not for screenplay. Um, Tom? Uh, pick one. Maybe two. I'll, I'll give you two. You have seen to have a hard time choosing. I'm not sure if it's based off of anything. I just said. Uh, Tolkien? I don't think that's actually based on anything. No, I, I think it's based on his life. It's based off his life. But I don't think it's a death like an, yeah. like an autobiography or anything. No, I don't think it is. I'm um, not sure if Tolkien would be considered adaptation or not. You know what? I'll give it to you. I mean, I'll, I'll give it to you. Yeah. I mean, it's entirely about his life. So I mean, uh, I or about his younger life. I'll give it to you. Yeah, I mean, the movie was absolutely fantastic. Visually, it was beautiful. Um, it was heartbreaking. Uh, I, the acting in it was fantastic. I everything about it, I just loved. 
from Ooh. beginning to end. So that's, that yeah. works for me. Uh, prediction? I haven't seen it yet, but everything I, I hear, Knives Out. I think Knives Out will get a but nomination. The yeah. thing is, though, is that is that actually original or is that based off an idea? That is original. original. It is original. It is original. Okay. For me, uh, everything I'm my, hearing, my favorite. I don't know if it'll be the. This movie will probably not win the Oscar. One because it's not in English, and I oh, think the right. fact that they are, it will get talk and it might get nominated, but I don't think the people voting will give in a Korean movie a best screenplay because they're technically reading the screenplay <laughs> while they're watching it. And I, that is Parasite. Ah. I think Parasite is one of the most brilliantly written movies I have ever seen. Why do I keep thinking you've already talked when I just want to go into it? Yeah, I, I throw it off to you guys first because I'm the I don't, one I don't know why. the options. You know what? Yeah, I'll have to remember but that. But Parasite is one of the most brilliant movies. It Everything is paid off. Everything is set up early, just like Knives Out. I forgot about Parasite, Going, Yeah, and it's one that I know the, the Oscars have not forgotten about Parasite. No, the, the it audience is has been loving more it. more and more power going into the Oscars. And I while, completely I, forgot about while I think that the fact that it is Korean and it is foreign language will severely hurt it in screenplay, it will not be hurt when it goes into other categories. Um, so that's why I say what will win is Marriage Story. Marriage Story is all about the script. Uh, that entire movie is about the script. And if you have a misplaced dialogue, that, that movie collapses. And the fact that, that it was just perfectly written, the lines that weren't said are as important as the lines that are said. And that is where that's crucial. screenplay in that one is brilliant. And that's Noah Baumbach technically about his own breakup or his own divorce. But let's not get into that. Ew. <laughs> With Greta Gerwig, who is Little Women's Director. Let's not get into that. <laughs> But the movie is just the move. The dialogue in the movie is great, and the actors sell it. So, what I think is going to win, Marriage Story. Okay. That's... What I want to win, Parasite. But uh, it'll probably it'll do well in others. There's also Once Upon a Time in Hollywood has a chance of winning. Um, that was a really Tarantino, good movie. But I wasn't a huge fan of it. It's not one of his best works. So it's, it's not his best works. It's I, still Tarantino. It is still Tarantino, yeah. and. It does have a slight stigma with me simply because of the fact that it was the movie that I was seeing just before uh, the night before I went to the hospital. But for it's also so. based in Hollywood, in the sil- in like just after the Silver Age of Hollywood. Yeah, it's kind of that era that a lot of the people voting are that kind of age. So we might see some nostalgia. I want Parasite to win. I absolutely love Parasite. So I need to see it. So what do you two think will win? Like. Like I said, um, I, I I had forgotten about Parasite, but from everything I'm hearing, it's either it'll either be that or, like I said, Knives Out, and I can definitely see both of them. Knives Out really Knives Out has actually gained a lot of ground as far as script goes. So yeah, so I, I, I can definitely see both of those getting nominations at the very least. Screenplay uh, for Knives Out has for to be sure. Parasite's going to get something, hundred uh, percent. I haven't seen the movie, but everything I've heard about it has been fantastic. I will say now, it is my favorite of the year. And again, just hands down my favorite of the, the year. The weird part is, it's both critically a landslide and for audience a yeah. landslide. But the populace is also mm-hmm. 100% agreeing with the critics. And that's that's, that's hard of rare. Especially for a foreign film. Yeah, that is really especially rare. Especially for a Korean film, which very seldom lands with American audiences. Yeah. So the so. fact that it's doing so well with the American audience and getting so much traction means there's got to be something with that movie. Yeah. So 
I would absolutely love Parasite to win. Um, I think the fact that it's free and it's going to hurt it. So. On this particular yeah. one, yeah. All um, right, then. Just like Roma didn't win last year for original. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's jump back to animated feature really quick. Uh, I'm going to just throw out Toy Story 4 because nothing else I saw was great. So, um, I mean, how how heavy is it animated? Because Alita? 100%. <laughs> yeah, uh, ex- unless you're chipmunks, in which case some give you a, a nomination. Oscars um, didn't, but I, did. I do not have an animated on here. I just realized I've not seen an animated for this year. Uh, for me, a little bit of a tough one. I did like Frozen Two. How to Train Your Dragon: The Hidden World was pretty decent. Um, I forgot I watched it. Visually, it was beautiful. <laughs> so uh, a lot done. And then, I mean, wasn't the only Toy, Toy Story Four. Like, yeah, it I'm gonna, worked. yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my money behind Toy Story Four. That's what I, that's what I want to win. That's my favorite. Yeah, I think Lion King's gonna win one Unfortunately. because strictly for the animation and, and how I saw that movie too. I saw that movie too, and yeah, that's great. I think for how Jungle well Book, it's animated, the Jungle Book when it came out also looked really realistic. Yeah, but I think the fact that eh. the the solely for the fact that it is 100% animated, will get in a nomination. I don't know if kind of people that make film film, like cinema films, wants to admit that they can 100% make a movie CG that looks real. There, There's a so, scene with a mouse in that particular movie that is... I thought I was actually watching something off of National yeah, Geographic. I think that alone will get it the nomination. That yeah, kind get the of, nod. And I think if it gets the if it doesn't get best visual effects, which I don't think an animated film should, because it's no. the blending of digital effects and live action, I think it will get uh, the best animated feature. Right. You know what? I again, I I apparently have not seen any animated films this year. So at least from that were released this current year. So ah, uh, oh wait, no, technically I did see. Was it this year? The second. The second Heavensfield movie for uh, Fate Stay Night. I think that was released this year. If it wasn't, it was released Possibly. last year. There's but... a few anime movies that I just haven't looked. And just because, just because I just remembered it, it's not going to be nominated. But that was definitely that was but the thing is a they, visual smorgasbord. Quite often, you get that kind of stuff. They got Red Turtle, which I'm like, what? And or you know, when yeah, Money was uh, there, it was Lost, Lost Butterfly, I think is the name of it. And again, if it did actually come out this year, then that's that's definitely hands down yeah. my because it was. It was a visual explosion of truly phenomenal art. Yeah. I don't know if there's a Ghibli film this year, but they're usually like the second right behind whatever Pixar does. And since Toy Story 4 was really good, eh, Pixar's kind of leading the pack to me. So usually tends to, doesn't it? Yeah. And when they get when they do something that's original, like Inside Out or Wally or Up or one of those, they usually get the win. And at least a nomination. So, I don't know if Ghibli had anything. Um, next year, I'm sure Onward will get a, a nomination. Of oh, it did release this year. January 12th, 2019, and premiered in the U.S. March 14th, 2019. So, yeah. We might see it with a nomination. There's so, not a whole yeah, lot of that, good movies out this year. So, yeah, that that I'd forgotten about that. That like, that's There you go. There's my favorite, and there's what I, I'd hope to win, because the art animation in that is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, any other animated or? I mean, no. Uh, I know what I'm looking forward to seeing, but 
that it doesn't come out until next year. So onward, I, I onward. really want to see onward. Onward, oh, I've heard. Yeah, the more I've see heard, it. it will get probably the Oscar. All right, that or Soul. Um, yeah. Mine was Toy Story 4. That's right. Okay. I think Lion you, King will probably yeah. win just for the technical progression of the movie. Because but. they can't give it a nut in any of, of the text stuff. So that's kind of the, oh, well, you Something know, here's what like give that. it this. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. Um, it depends They're on weird. like that the voting party because that, that that one's the one category I'm not sure who votes. That's great. How good. many people go to certain uh, birthday parties in Grease Palms? Um, Pretty much. And it's Disney, so uh, they do that. <laughs> right, Reese, they're right. they're, they're, they're sell. So the next one, I will say right now, was my easiest category of all time. Best foreign language film. Oh, I wonder. No fucking surprise. Parasite. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hands down. Um, I am going to say I had a close second. A su- oh, that's right. Surprisingly, a very close second. Yeah. But... Parasite still beats the crap out of The Farewell. I love mm. The Farewell, and it is a foreign language film. Almost, ex- It's like Chinese. 95% Chinese yeah. or Cantonese or whichever language. But it is a Chinese film. And I absolutely love The Farewell, and you will hear it popping up. Um, Parasite. Parasite. You, you, you raved about that. The, hands the, down. The week after you saw it. The, mo- like, the moment it was announced, I wanted to see it. The moment it was released and I saw the reviews. I wanted to see it. The moment I realized who directed it, I wanted to see it. The moment I saw it, I loved it. And I, I wanted to see it again. Stopped loving it. So Parasite is hands down my favorite. I don't even know what else is out. The Parasite doesn't matter. Saw it. Farewell's a, sec- a distant second. That, yeah. And even Film Festival, I'm sure I saw. I saw Capernaum this year and I think Capernaum is perfect. That one last year. Or that was up against Roma. So, mm. but that was up last year. Parasite is amazing. I love Parasite. Okay. So. Uh, for me, it's still, it's, it's once again, Heaven's Feel, Lost Butterfly. Because that was in Japanese when I watched it with the subtitles, and it didn't really detract at all from it. What I think is going to win Parasite, just from everything I... There's no competition. Like, yeah, sure, I'm, I'm sure there's competition somewhere, but... They'll find a couple nominations for it, but no, I, I agree. Like, we'll everything I'm hearing for the, it. The juggernaut that's going to be up for a bunch of other stuff, and for movies that, you know, I'll go, oh yeah, I saw that movie. That, that was, was great. Yeah. That was amazing. No, yeah, but, I've got a, I've got no. a big feeling Parasite's going to sweep a lot. I think Parasite's going to take a lot more than people expected to. Like, I think it's going to get dinged for screenplay, just because of the nature of what it is. But I think that you're going to see a whole lot more Parasite than you were expecting. Right. No, considering how Hopefully. how considering yeah. we're, we're, how we would, how we've kind of been keeping track of it, I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised. Anyway, what's your favorite? So I haven't seen any foreign films. Foreign language films that are new this year that I can recall. One I'm looking forward thing. to coming out, but it's unfortunately limited release for December 25th is Ip Man 4, the finale. Oh, that is coming out. December it's 25th is United States it limited. It says it's very on par with three. So. Um, I love all thing. three of them, yeah. so I'm looking forward to that movie. They're going to be released I don't, here? I don't know if there's going to be. Again, I don't know it'll be theatric, but you we'll probably see it's, it up online. Yeah, I'm hoping it's going to end up being on something like Netflix or something. Okay. I also want to give a shout out to Shadow or Shadows by Zhang Yimou. The movie, that movie looks visually just gorgeous. Like all of his movies, but I haven't watched it yet. And I really want to see Parasite, so yeah. I'm uh, going to say that Parasite's probably going to get it for yeah. foreign. January 14th, Parasite comes out on digital media. Then I'll be getting um, it then. Yeah, at so the very least. That highly, or... highly, highly suggested. So, I, I, I had meant to when it came... When Tuesday? It's on Tuesday. Oh, comes right. out on Voodoo on... I had meant, yeah. to come, I had meant to get it 
for to watch it when it was in theaters, but yeah. I just didn't get around to it. It's so. still out. Um, <laughs> so anyway, yeah, that's foreign language film. Kind of a no-brainer. So let's go from a no-brainer to, like, a no-brainer perfect film category to visual effects, which is... A no-brainer for another reason. No-brainer for another reason. I don't think the winner will be a no-brainer. So, James, what's yours? Far From Home. Not what I expected, but okay. I'm sorry, the Mysterio stuff? All right. I, I I do think the the visual effects in Far From Home are amazing. Yeah. But oh, I know what it's you're not thinking. either my favorite or my my what I expect to win. No, I'm so, like the visual effect when Mysterio starts mind fucking Peter. It's like yeah. that. Okay, that sold me. I was like, oh my god, yes, give me more of this. This is this is what I want. Like, okay. I wanted more of that in Strange. I think that's what we're getting with Multiverse of Madness. And that's what I'm yeah. hoping for. So, oh, no, yeah. I know what you were thinking. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Far From Home, that whole Mysterio bit just... It, like, even before with the Elemental, it was like, everything about that, visual effects-wise, Marvel nailed it. Yeah. All right. Tom? Uh, this one, for me, was actually really tough. Um, What I think is going to win it is going to be a little bad Angel. I thought that. But I think they're going to probably give some kind of legacy win for this. I think so as well. Um, but I'd like to see Alita win. However, I definitely have to say the hard part for me comes down to Alita, Avengers Endgame, and Star Wars. I don't think Star Wars will win. I don't uh, think it will either, but the visual effects in Star Wars are absololutely gorgeous. They've always, they've always been great. Yeah, right. To me, they're as good as usual, um, but yeah. it doesn't stand out. I think Endgame has it for... Okay. That end scene. For the fact that, one, a whole lot of the costumes are digital and nobody caught onto it. Right. There's multiple fully CGI characters, giant battle scenes. I think it's going to get the Lord of the Rings treatment and be Return of the King. And, like, this is the culmination of 10 years of storyline. I think they're going to give it to it for the culmination of all the Ah, I see what you mean. I, okay, fair. Um, like, they're going to look at Endgame and go, this is the giant epic movie that... Could only be done with visual effects. It progressed a whole lot of things. Thanos it really could have. It really that's the only way that was going to happen. Yeah. Now I don't know if if Infinity War won last year, they probably won't give it to Endgame. If they if Infinity War won last year, I think Elite Battle Angel has a chance. I don't think it's going to win. My personal favorite, what I would like to win, is Ad Astra, because the amount of visual effects in that movie are surprisingly high. Uh, while it's a character study, it's a slow plotting thing. The amount of detail CGI that you don't even think about potentially being CGI. Well, the thing is, it's huge. a lot like it's a lot like gravity. It is like gravity. That is, other than their faces, that is one hundred percent CGI, and you just don't realize it. The thing is, though, it's like yes, that I understand completely where you're coming from because that's probably what you were thinking I was gonna say. I think it's going to be knocked for being too too similar to Interstellar and Gravity. And that's kind of it. But the other thing is the fact that it was amazing. I am in no way going to track from that. It is one of my favorites of the year, period. It didn't wow me in the sense that Far From Home did. The mind-trippy bullshit with Mysterio slammed into me in so so much more visual enjoyment than necessarily the serious Ad Astra, which yeah. is what I am going with, which is why I say it's my personal. Yeah. Now, again, that Ad Astra... 
Damn close second. I'm pretty sure Astrop will get a nomination. I'm, yeah, uh, I'm, I'd be very surprised if it doesn't. This is one that goes either three or five, depending on the year. Endgame's going to get a nomination just for being Endgame. Star Wars, probably get a nomination for being Star Wars. I hope I hope to God that Irishman does not get a nomination, because that is why. Uh, because of the de-aging. Oh my god. I hope they don't give that because it's not a good technology. It's the not a the only thing the only work. the only one I could see that would also be on the nomination that I would like to kind of see on it on it is Detective Pikachu. I could see that. The Pokemon were they very well done. Some, most of the Pokemon were really well done. There were some that were very rubbery toy like. Good point. Um but like, the other one that I think has kind of an outside chance is Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um what? Because the de-aging on <laughs> the de-aging, yeah. The de-aging on I've that heard that one was really worked. good. Like yeah, the like, de-aging on Samuel Jackson. Was perfect. Yep. And unlike Irishman, unlike uh, uh, It Chapter 2 and some of these other ones that have used de-aging, I feel like Captain Marvel's the only one that did it perfect. What about Dark Phoenix? Uh, we don't talk about that movie. <laughs> that is on absolutely none of my list here. Oh my, uh, sorry. So no, so I we're thinking... could also possibly see, um, not because of the de-aging, but because some of the special effects uh, that were They shall not grow old. Uh, they I mean, that, old, that has a possibility just for the unique. But I was going to go with Doctor Sleep. There's okay. a few of the visual effects they used in there, which were absolutely awesome looking. Yeah. All right. So yeah, um, I know my my favorite's Far From Home, and I'm kind of agreeing with you. I think Endgame is if it's not Endgame, I think it's going to be Alita. And one of those two. It will probably be Endgame because uh, First Man won last year. Oh, that's right. See, I yeah uh, that. Ad Astra, prob- it'll get a nomination probably. The amount right. of, like, the moon buggy scene, there is so much going on but in that scene. Endgame, though. That's not sure. the only time I'm going to mention that scene. But First but Man, though, is one. the one that won last year. Yeah. So, so I don't think they'll give it to another space I'm one. about to say, that, that's, that's definitely yeah. hindering Astra, as um, well as the fact that he, if they right, didn't get, get so much year. work, Interstellar got so much. Uh, yeah. We're I almost used to it. It's against Ad Astra, but I, th- I hope Ad Astra at least gets something. And this is one that I think has a good shot. Um, but Endgame. <laughs> We would the be sheer amount of visual effects. And the fact that for the most part, there's no real janky bits. No, there's no. one or two, but... Everything in, works in that movie as, in as visual effects. And as big and as long as that movie is, one or two janky bits is nothing. Yeah. That's better than looking at Robert De Niro and going, hmm, you're an old man in a, in a young person CGI mask. Or Gemini. Yeah. Or <laughs> Gemini, if Gemini Man gets a CGI or a visual effects award, wow, am I pissed. <laughs> That movie, yeah. I almost want to see Junior. You're talking, I almost want to now. The moment I see Junior. God, that, yeah. That All right, that, what about the, Hellboy? Hellboy had nothing visual that was good. All right, then. Let's let's continue on. Let's continue on. Sure. Yeah. Um, so, going from visual effects, we're combining sound mixing and sound editing. Um, usually, this goes to two separate ones. But let's just combine it to kind of expedite this. So, best sound design. Damn it, Baby Driver was last year. Baby Driver was last year. But it did not win. No, but it should have. It was also up for editing. Yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah, that also should have won. Sound? I'm going at Astra. Yeah. I think the lack of sound and the use of sound was perfect in that movie. Much like Gravity a few years ago, but you only hear sound when it's able to hear sound. Again, and, and you feel the sound when yeah. he's the when moon he's, lander scene. You don't hear the 
the gunshots. You don't hear stuff. Coming you hear when you. they ricochet off the buggy because he's yeah. touching because the he's buggy. Able to hear it. No, I can. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. No, no, no. I don't think it's going to win. I think the 1917 is going to walk away with that, no problem. And once you know, once we right. see that, maybe we'll agree. And I'm going to say 1917 is my guess for a whole lot of the tech tech awards. Yeah, from um, everything I'm hearing. And that is strictly because it is a war movie for one, and it is one solid, unbroken, continuous shot. Yeah, yeah. seemingly continuous yeah. shot. Uh, you got what's your favorite pick then, Tom? Rocket Man. Okay. Ah. Uh-huh. Okay. You will actually hear me say Rocket Man sometime in here. I, from beginning to end, the sound in that is awesome. I mean, the one, obviously, the music, right? Yeah. yeah. I have to go along with it. That would be part of it, I believe, sound mixing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, however, the way that everything is put together with that, uh, I think, is another reason why it's going to. Uh, win it as well. Whichever one is about mix or like, I believe it's some mixing that is taking his music and taking other things and mixing them together. Yes, I think it is a shot of getting a nomination. The other one that is about fabricating new sounds, which I believe is sound editing. I well, Bohemian Rhapsody won it for both last year. Did it? Yes, it mm, did. Man, uh, that's Bohemian Rhapsody sound editing, sound mixing. That, that might be going against it, but at the same time, right. We've had multiple directors win it two years in a row. Uh, right. So it's not quite a precedence of it. The other one that might see it, and I'm going to throw this out there, even though I doubt that it will win, is it's probably going to get a nod at least is Star Wars, Rise of Skywalker. I think Star Wars will get a yeah. nod. I did have really good sound. So. It's, it's again, usual for Star Wars. Yeah. yeah that's it, not, I mean, it's you. I, I expected to get a, a big nod epic one. Endgame had great sound. Yeah. Uh, Far From Home had great sound. You know, that. The big blockbusters, almost. These tech categories, we can see any of the big blockbusters. Possible. I can almost even see Tolkien. I could see that, eh. but I think between Tolkien and nineteen seventeen, nineteen seventeen is going to nineteen seventeen is going to work. You know what? Maybe, yeah, maybe we'll change our mind for Mad Aster after watching. Maybe yeah. don't know yet. Yeah. We'll like, see. But I, I would love that Aster to win. Same. No, yeah, it was, it was phenomenal. Yeah. And then going from one nineteen seventeen, probably going to win to editing nineteen seventeen. Probably is going to win. Yeah. If they do it as good as it sounds and you don't think that there's a, a cut in the entire movie, damn good editor. Knew what he was doing. Probably going to win. Most likely I'll love the movie and want it. To That's win, so. So, yeah. why I mentioned Tolkien because of the going back and forth between his real life and yeah. what is going on with the war. Okay. And so, that kind of thing. So would Tolkien be your personal pick? Yes. Um, for editing. For editing. For editing. Uh, mixing, I'm going to go with Rocket Man, but editing, I'm going to go with Tolkien. How about okay. film editing? Film like actual editing. editing. Okay, film editing. Oh, gosh. Sorry, sound designers, for just saying actual editing. but Right. It's um, true. How's that sound? Yeah. That's a bunch of liquid going into a cup. God. Uh, from what I've seen this year, for me, like, a lot of people would probably think, oh, big flashy editing, something like Edgar Wright, or... I mean, if he were, if he had one this if year. If he had one, I would say, I want that to win. I think his style is great. But I'm actually going to go with Parasite on this one. Not because it's a phenomenal movie. That's not why I'm saying it. Well-timed like, edits? Huh? Well-timed edits, then? The pacing of the movie is perfect. Um, Unlike, uh-huh. say, Star Wars, that felt like they cut too early... 
And yeah. they and a couple times came too late. They didn't give it time to breathe. And something like Cats, where they will cut to a shot that has absolutely no relevance to anything in the movie. Every single shot, every single timing beat in Parasite is perfect. And I think because of that, <clears throat> it flows extremely well from one why is there a person in the basement moment to the next. Wait, what? Yeah. Nope, 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 nope. There's a bunch of stuff going on in this movie that, like, happens, and you realize that you're not even... It's, like, turns a corner all of a sudden, and you don't even, like... It doesn't phase you, unlike something like Star Wars, where it thrusts you in that direction, and the editing... Well, on your seat, ...complements that. And that, to me, Parasite is a perfectly edited movie. Cool. Um, and as much as I want to say Ad Astra, I want to say something big and flashy. I'm choosing the one that purposely isn't flashy. You don't notice it. The editing. They are fine. so subtle and perfect that you don't notice it. Your time. Um, so for me, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out there. Um, it, this one's tough for me. They're right next to each other on my list. Uh, John Wick Chapter Three Parable. Okay, that's some good ones. And Jojo Rabbit. I couldn't tell you. I haven't seen it. I one. really do want to see Jojo Rabbit. Um, I meant from everything I've seen, it sounds great. I just haven't gotten around to it. it. Everything, how it's put together, story-wise, the flashing back, or not flashing back, but the instances where we actually see uh, Adolf, his imaginary friend, and then exiting um, or entering, uh, or just the subtle way that everything is presented throughout this um, makes me want to say that this is going to get a nod at the very least. Okay. Uh, even though I agree with you, Devin, the big flashy stuff, obviously, I want to say, yeah. but at the same time... Like having an unbroken shot like Birdman yeah. in 1917. Birdman won editing, and it was one unbro unbroken shot. So, yeah. John Wick, the pacing in it. It is fantastic as usual. Uh, for the most part, for the shots, for everything being shot, it never action really scenes, drags. It never really feels too fast. No, you know, it's only afterwards that you kind of go back and say, why was that needed? And right. the action scenes are always like spot on. I'll, I'll agree. I always like the way they shoot the action scenes where you can actually see the action. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, for me, it's a tough call. I want to say JoJo just because of, I, I think it's, by far one of the best movies, probably the best movie I've seen all year, um, so far. Yeah, so I got I got two, right. one at Astra. It was very well done. It was mm -hmm. very methodically based. Yes. yes, even the parts where it was slow were deliberately slow. They deliberately, uh, best were dragged on because you you were with him feeling that. Yeah. The best one is when he's going to Neptune. Yeah, yeah. like you feel that entire time and even though it's only like five or so minutes, it feels like you're there with him a couple months. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's beautiful. The second one, Brightburn. Ooh. Okay. I can see that. I really love Brightburn how it was paced. Awesome. Yeah. I Brightburn love how it was really paced and cut. Yeah. And it didn't use the usual, uh, like, horror jump scare. Mm -hmm. Or if it yeah. did, it made complete sense. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, that one felt really well edited. One that I know will get a nomination. Um, I have to finish the movie to know if it's actually well paced. Oh. as Irishman. It's it is a decent movie. It's just long, and I think that's going to severely hurt it. So I hope it doesn't win. 
All right, then. Um, and like you, like you a said, a couple more that could get nominations and could sneak in a win are surprisingly two popes, which <laughs> somehow the pacing with two guys talking to each other and you see the backstory of Pope Francis. It's very, very well done. It's very well edited. And Marriage Story. I think Marriage Story, the fact that it's perfect paced. perfectly paced, uh, it moves along, it doesn't dwell, it doesn't it doesn't stop and meander, it keeps going. But the big one is obviously 1917. 1917 will win. Uh, which we're, which yeah. hopefully we'll see in a week. And, yeah. and be able I, to say, hey, no, that's that that deserves it. Yeah, I would love to go see it in a week. I'll be out of town. Might be back. Hopefully, I'll see it at least twice by the next time. I would, I would, I would love to see it and be able to go. Yeah, you know what? That's going to deserve getting that, getting that win. Yeah, yeah, that's um, my big concern. All right, let's move on to the last couple of these individual uh, runner kind of tech award type type awards before we get into the big ones. Uh, first up, makeup and hair, not costuming. Best Ooh. makeup and hairstyling. Fudge. I'll say now there is a clear front runner. I haven't seen it, but Bombshell. Bombshell. Yeah. Uh, John Lithgow has some yeah. amazing prosthetics to be turned yes, into Roger Ailes. The makeup and hair on Charlize Theron, Nicole Kidman, and Margot Robbie is perfect. I want to see this movie strictly for that. I want to see, like, I think the three of them. Could be powerhouse. Don't know if the movie's gonna be good, but the makeup's perfect. So I don't like the only thing I could have on here. So what's your personal choice? My personal choice is Joker. While I don't think the movie is all that great personally, I think the way they designed his makeup is great. It doesn't look perfect. It doesn't look bad. Yeah, it doesn't look perfect, but it doesn't look like Heath Ledger's. It yeah, it looks like a guy put it on in depression. And it stays exactly what it's supposed to look like through the entire movie. So, so not Jack Nicholson, not Heath yeah. Ledger, a good mix. I don't know if Joker will get any actual wins, but I think it will get at least makeup and hair. Because you really feel the character through the way he uses his makeup. Uh, you know, it'll also get some pity votes because... You see him putting on his makeup in the middle of the movie. So the only yeah. thing I could think of on here that actually kind of works with that that isn't just kind of disheveled or like how people would normally wear it or CGI or <laughs> you know you say that Irishman Alita. <laughs> like I can see Alita, but but that's the only thing I can think of that has like that kind of stuff. Unless you want to count Star Wars, but the problem is like the majority of problem with Star Wars is most of it's either humans or CGI. I think the amount of prosthetic prosthetic creatures on that are surprisingly high. So I think we... I don't think it'll get a nomination, but there is a, a precedent for them getting prosthetics and that kind of stuff, because there's a lot of prosthetics used in that. So, well, it's, so it's, it's either Alita or, honestly, Jumanji. Alright. We'll do that. That's about it. Most of the stuff, like I said, they're either disheveled, like with John Wick, or it's like kind of just people how people regularly wear yeah, it, like it. Far From Home. Uh, I think Little Women, because of the period piece, might get some. Okay, I could see that. Uh, so, going down that same route, Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey. Uh, Downton Abbey, I think, if I... I haven't seen the show, I haven't seen the movie. I I think it has a possibility. I'm almost done with... I just, sorry, I just started season five. Uh, I saw the movie with my mother. Um, it's you. Very good. Frozen 2. Yeah, it was very good. I enjoyed it highly. 
I think it'll at least get a nod. I don't know if it'll win. I agree with you. Joker was his perfect was perfect with makeup. His makeup was perfect. I don't think anyone else in the movie had perfect makeup. Just him. So, Um, but to me, bombshell with all of their prosthetic, their like subtle prosthetic work. No, I think that is that's hands down. That's the front runner, and will probably win. All right, that's probably there. The other one that I could possibly put out there would be um, Ready or Not. I I thought about Ready or Not. I thought about pulling that out of my ass and being like, yeah, Samara Weaving goes through hell in this movie. She does. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, I love Ready or Not, but no chance in hell that a horror movie is getting a nomination. So... Uh, and um, I, I really did love Ready or Not, and her makeup was great. So yeah, and also too, one I forgot for editing was Us. Us has some potential, <laughs> editing wise. It was fantastic. I think so. Us might get a score nomination as well. Okay, Us had a really really cool score. Yeah, All right yeah. then. So, All right. but yeah, moving on. Next one is best costumes. Um, Downton. <laughs> I think Rocket Man's gonna walk away with this. Oh, yeah, Rocket Man. What am I thinking? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh my God, Elton John, you're my I, hero. I think period piece plus Elton John. That's the front runner. And <laughs> if you haven't seen the movie, yeah. near the credits or during the credits, the opening part of the credits, they actually go through and show side by side the original uh, costume. Yeah, and they're and the, the movie the ones movie are kind of one. glammed down. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, holy smokes, this is nutty. Yeah, I think that that will probably get a nomination. I don't know if it'll win, but... People people remember Liberace for being flamboyant, but they forget Elton John was right there with him. Um, The King also might get it. The King might, yeah. The King might. Um, The King was fantastic. I have to see The King. Uh, The other one that is kind of in the same vein as, like, a period piece, Little Women. Yeah. Tolkien. Tolkien. uh, Downton Abbey, maybe. Um, so any you know, kind of personal ones? Personally, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, Ooh, yeah. I which I don't think I've even mentioned other than just Tarantino, but they do an absolutely perfect job with their um their costuming. Yeah. Everything also, looks... too, The Highwaymen was also spot on. Yeah. Irishman was really good for costuming, but it was just suits and... Right. For, for me, it was actually Jumanji, because, like, all the, the Nords... Like the the, yeah. giant, the the barbarians, yeah. they, their their costumes yeah. like really interesting. I think Ed Astor had good costumes, but I think it was kind of space. Yeah. Also, uh, I have to throw it out there: Jojo Rabbit. Yep. Like all the kind of. What do you want to say about the Nazis? They had good looking uniforms. Yeah. But I'm just I think saying they were well dressed psychopaths. They were. <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, Rocket Man will probably walk away. Probably. <laughs> I thought you know that would not surprise me. So now we're moving into what's called the above the line, uh, above the board. So. First off, best production design. This is everything on screen that is not on an actor. Sets, visual effect design. Here's yes, the problem. That's the thing. Here's the problem, though. Yeah. Trying to figure out which ones are actual sets and which ones are. Visual s- effect design still goes through the production designer. Does it? Yes. Awesome. So man. that is probably oh, still. That's rough. Yeah. Thank you for clearing that up. On the other hand, damn you for making it harder. I'll say, here's where I throw a little battle angel. And yeah. I have said this since the moment I saw that movie. Yeah. I think the production design is absolutely no, gorgeous. No, I'm I'm with you on that. I'm 100 percent with you on that. Uh, also, I mean, we have to throw in Ad Astro. 
Those were the two that were fighting me for best production design. Um, I think Alita. Aladdin did have good production design. No, yeah, even from the trailers, I, I, will, I will definitely little, agree with that. It felt a little set-like. It did, which me, which to me means it will get pushed up. It will, but Whereas, yeah. for everything that wasn't with them trying to escape in Agrabah, which felt like a Disney backlot, backlot tour. Yeah, um, kind of. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, legitimately, I think you've heard it considerably. Disney, and you've been through their MGM backlot. That's I what it feels that, like. Yeah. Um, it I've seen a lot of land like there on the back lot. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, no, I I agree. Like Alita, that felt like a city. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't feel like it was felt in. like a city. The and design of Zalem, the design of the city. Oh my god! Like, even the dump. Is, yeah, like, like everything is perfect. It didn't feel like I was looking design. at sets. It felt like I was looking at actual living, like uh, the Iron City. I was yeah. looking at that. Um, Ad Astra was just gorgeously. It yeah, felt it when, personally. When I, this is not the one that I'm giving, like. This is not the one of the, the next two that I would give to Ed Astra, but it is a really well if it's not if it's not at least nominated, I'd be very surprised. Yeah, I'd be surprised. Um I don't think Alita actually has a chance of getting nominated just because Should of be. how long ago it came out and how right. how people like how yeah. people how people view anime yeah. bullshit. Tolkien. Um Tolkien. I think nineteen seventeen has a damn good shot, yeah. Severely high chance of getting nomination, yeah. if not the win. Um, also, because they had to make all those as sets so that they can contort to having a moving, wandering camera. Also, just to throw it out, Star Wars. I don't think Star Wars will get it. It's not going to get anything, but I don't... Yeah, I know, uh, but here's the thing. Just because they've done it before doesn't mean people aren't going to do it again. Yeah. Once upon a time in Hollywood. I was going to say that. Yeah. They captured 1960s, 70s Hollywood Perfectly. Yeah. Right down to the cars, to the roads, to everything was perfectly designed. So, and I could easily, easily see the people in Hollywood giving that, like, a standing ovation. Yeah. So, it's giving us a hand job. Let's give it one and done. Um, I could easily see once upon a time, and I wouldn't be sad. That's one that I would not be sad about. Production design wise, I agree. I haven't seen that, but just the trailers. Rocket Man. Rocket Man, I have not seen, but I would consider maybe. The way they the way they do everything in there, um, as far as the way everything looks, like the Troubadour, from what I understand, spot on for that particular location. And then also, too, the way they reproduced his different uh, um, concerts and things like that, like the venues that he, they reproduced in there, they did a really good job. The stadium scene where he goes out in the... Uh, uh, I think it was a Dodgers uniform. I don't know. I didn't see it. Yeah, I think it's Dodgers. And he goes Literally up on there and like... hits a ball out into the crowd, and then he yeah. gets down and starts playing. Like that was beautifully done. Yeah. Uh, okay, then. So another yeah. one that I, I don't think it has a chance in snowball chance in help getting nominated, but I would love to see it. Is actually Detective Pikachu. Yeah, I think the design of Rhyme City is is just awesome. It's got that good mix, doesn't it? It yeah. feels like a couple different... It feels like an actual city, because there's different, like, sections almost. Yeah. And, like, uh, Scott Pilgrim does this as well. That everything in the world is fake. Like, <laughs> Scott Pilgrim, every, all the posters, everything you see is somehow tied to his own brain. Um, in Detective Pikachu, all of the posters on the wall, all the street signs, everything is a reference. Yep. Oh, yeah. Like, they're great. There is Elm Street. There is Oak Street. There's all the different professors are like in the signs. All the yep. there are, there are like Pokemon everywhere. And I think I don't think it'll ever get any nominations. I don't think it's worthy of nominations. But it's just one of those that had really good production design. 
and it came together very it's well. Yeah. Very underrated as far as its production. So. Ready or not, as well. Ready or not, the use of Casaloma and all that was gorgeous. So. Yes. All right, yeah. then. So uh, then, before we get into actors, best cinematography. Nineteen seventeen hands down. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna win. Yeah. Is, yeah. If it is as good as it sounds, it's gonna win. If For not, sure. I would give it to Ad Astra. Parasite. For me. Ah, yeah. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen the it. The way they shot it was gorgeous. No, and, and that, that's why yeah. I, I can't just... Ad Astra was my original, but then the more I thought about Parasite, the more I'm like, this movie is perfectly shot, too. <laughs> and I'm just like, why not just give it to Parasite? You know what that means? There's nothing but downhill for that for that director. Us, pretty much. Us, I could see us getting something. I, I'm i not sure if cinematography, but... The way they use the cinematography, the way they use the uh, subtle references of small things being slightly Mm -hmm. off constantly, or focus shifts. Yes, it really was a good, good cinematography. Absolutely, yeah. Ad Astra was my like second pick. I could definitely see see Ad Astra. So So, yeah, that that was just so. And again, I, like I would not have seen that movie if it wouldn't for, if it wasn't for you, Devin. Which yeah. is which makes and, me real sad to think about. Yeah. That I would not have given that a shot, and when I ended up loving it. Yeah. Was that your pick for the? Oh yeah. Because yeah, that was like solidly what I wrote down, and then I started thinking more about Parasite. And just and that's perfect. I have not seen Parasite, so I can't compare. But it's like that of all of them was just yeah. so deliberately just like, and beautifully shot. Just like I mentioned with the editing, uh, Parasite's. Cinematography subtle. is not flashy. No, it's subtle. It, but you look at any frame of the movie, and it is you almost know exactly you what's know happening. what's going on. Uh, there are long static shots of like the people moving through the house. There are just all these really interesting shots, and it's in a movie that's basically just a couple of families talking. Like there's a lot of stuff going on in the movie. It's why I like. It's why I've started going more towards those kinds of movies because again, you don't need the giant world-ending event to make yeah. something interesting. Yeah, this people is just about one family that fucks over another family. We it, people <laughs> like, are interesting in and of themselves. Yeah, so as long as you allow them to do to be so. Yeah. All right. So are we now into the bigger ones? We are now into the actors, and Shit. I will tell you now: these next two are the most difficult that so, I have. Supporting. Supporting actress. Good luck. <laughs> uh, I went through my top of the year, and I'm like, I don't know. Holy shit. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go with the mother from Brightburn. Uh, Elizabeth Banks? Yes. All right. Cool. Because she's either the main character, or if you more more accurately... I'll say guess. that Brandon's probably the main character. Exactly. So that's, yeah. that's usually what it is. And she is damn good. Yeah, she in is that damn one. good. So that's actually... Yeah, that's that's actually my pick for supporting actress. Right. She did a damn fine job. I don't. No it's Oscar potential. No, absolutely. Yeah, no not. Oscar I, potential I, there. I'm not even. I'm not going to yeah. try and dilute. Yeah, there's no Oscar anymore. potential there, and she was I would love it, but uh, it would it would be great because it would show the horror movies aren't just man. So you get some great horror movies like if Us gets some nomination, Lupita Nyong'o might get a nomination for best actor. Maybe it's a big field this year. Right. Um, but you get it once in a while. Uh, Hannibal Lecter, one best actor. Not surprising. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, if she gets a nomination, I'd be surprised. I'd be happy. I wouldn't, be all, I wouldn't be all that... I, I'd be shocked and surprised. I wouldn't be all that sad. Because I looked and I'm like, 
I have no idea, and all the I looked at the front runners and all that to find out what I think will win. I haven't seen any of the movies. <laughs> really? Little Women, Bombshell. Oh. Um, Laura Dern. I have seen Marriage Story. And yes, I'm going to say Laura Dern. Damn, Laura Dern. You are, you are a conniving bitch of a lawyer. You are like the, the nicest person in the movie. But damn, are you a bitch. Someone, someone went through a bad marriage. Whew. Someone's getting revenge. But, by so boxing. I think Laura Dern will win. Do I think she deserves to win? Yeah, probably. Is she my favorite of the year? No. Who's your favorite? Mine is a woman named Sharon Alvarez. That sounds a bit familiar. Why it does shouldn't. it sound? <laughs> this is from the movie Saint Francis that I saw at the film fest. It does sound familiar because you've mentioned this. This is the one. Is this about... the one? No, this is the one about the um, the babysitter who just had an abortion that um, befriends the young daughter of, that she's like supposed to be taking care of. And Sharon Alvarez plays the mom that is going through postpartum depression. And Ooh. it's one of those movies that That'd is difficult. not for anyone. Like, I'm not sure who this movie's for, but I loved it. And I am not its target demographic at all. But the mother that plays, the woman that plays the mother is is amazing in this. And it's not eligible for nominations. Hasn't been out in enough places. But she was perfect. There are scenes where she just breaks down. She can't... Like, she just doesn't understand what's going on, why she's depressed, why she's sad. And it's because postpartum depression. Like, she is... She's still just going through, like, not understanding why she's sad and all of this. And just her interactions with the main character and with young Francis and with her with her wife. It's just... She was brilliant. And originally I had the, the young girl who played Francis as like, a, I don't I don't know who the hell to vote for here. And then I remembered the mother and I'm like, never mind. There was a perfect supporting actress role that will get overlooked and nobody will talk about. So, uh, Sharon Alvarez. All right, then Tom. But I think Laura Dern's going to win. So. Um, I, wow. Yeah, it's kind of hard. This one it? was hard. It was. I completely airballed in this one. Like, yeah, like I said, I was looking through and I caught on to Brightburn. It's like, wait, no, the mother was really good in yeah. that one. And that's a that's about it from here, actually. Yeah, I noticed a whole lot of my movies don't have female supporting actors. They might have female main actresses, but yeah, not, but not supporting. Then it's like all dudes on the other side of it. <laughs> so, so for me. I want to say Scarlett Johansson for Marriage? Jojo for Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, she is Wait, one of the she front is in, She plays the, she's mother. the mother. She is one of the front runners. Oh, and because of all what happens to her, yeah, she's one of the front yeah. runners. On top of that, um, the other one that I could possibly throw out there would be uh, Lily Collins for Tolkien. All right, uh, you know I could think of the other one. I uh, the only other one I would actually throw would be Halle Berry and John Wick. All right. Uh, another one that I would throw is the, uh, she plays the rich mother in Parasite. I don't, I don't know her name. Don't mangle it. Yeah. Just I'm not even going to try. I would botch the hell out of that. I thought she was really good. Um, also, I'm going to make sure I'm getting the right name here. Um, no, no, there it is. Zhao Zhu Zhen 
for the farewell who plays the grandmother ah. was great because you could tell pretty sure she knew what was going on about halfway through the movie and you can then tell throughout the rest of the movie that i'm pretty sure she knows that she's dying but the family refused to tell her and yeah so um, no laura dern most likely gonna take it. yeah i'm gonna say laura dern or maybe margot robbie for uh Bombshell or Nicole Kidman for Bombshell. Uh, I haven't seen it. I also might suggest, even though it's not for Bombshell, Nicole Kidman for The Upside. I don't know about Upside. Uh, We'll see. Okay. Um, But yeah. Supporting actor? Supporting actor. uh, This one is kind of a no-brainer for who's going to win for me. But my favorite, I I liked him. I wanted to say him for Best Actor. Um, As far as who I think is going to be the ultimate winner, I wanted to say him for Best Actor, but he... I don't think he has a chance, is Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, I could see that. He was great. He was brilliant as the stuntman that kind of gets stumbled into, like, potentially this weird cult thing that turns out to be the Mansons. And (laughs) uh, then ultimately, yeah, there's this whole thing at the end with the Manson family. He was brilliant in this movie. Um, Personally, I am saying saying a completely no, like, never going to get nominated. One, can't get nominated. And nobody's ever heard of him, but Tomas Macias for for guest artist. Huh. He is the young, oh, he's the kid. striving writer that has to go up against Dan- uh, raging alcoholic Jeff Daniels. And the two of them, I don't know which one's supporting, which one's actor, but either of them deserve a nomination. Because the two of them... They bounce off each other well. They, they bounce off themselves perfectly. And the two of them, hands down, amazing. Also, main character from, or one of the main characters from uh, from Parasite. I'm not sure which one would be considered, but yeah. So I think Thomas Thomas Macias for guest artist will win. Probably Brad Pitt. I'm not. I don't know. <laughs> Me, uh, you know, it, it kind of depends on my, when it, whether you want to think of him as a main or a side character. I had such a hard time picking that. I uh, Jack Black and Jumanji. I can actually see him getting a nomination. I don't know if he'd ever win, but I could easily see him getting a nomination. I mean, he did. He, he already did phenomenal in the last one. Yeah. This one, he was allowed to play. Yeah. And he did phenomenal. The thing is, I say that because, to me, his character isn't one of the main characters anymore. Mm-hmm. He's now one of the side characters. And as such, they, they allowed him a little more rope. And instead of hanging himself with it, he made a balloon animal somehow and floated off to greatness. Yeah. So I was like, I think, I think, I think he should be. But as for as for who I think will get it, I don't know. Supporting is actually kind of supporting to is tough, out. especially when you kind where, of like where you want to divide that line. Yeah. It's what are you a supporting yeah. or are you a main? Yeah. The only time I've ever been like that's a that's a lock is J.K. Simmons for Whiplash. Yes. Go on. Uh, so <laughs> God, I love uh, while I agree with you for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood for Brad Pitt, um, I also want to throw out there Sam Rockwell for Jojo Rabbit. Uh, anytime Sam Rockwell's up, he's... What about Watiti? <laughs> Take Watiti was... Uh, I don't think they're going to give it to a dude for playing Adolf Hitler. Hitler. Just saying. No. Come no, on. That'd be amazing. friend Adolf Hitler. He's not Adolf Hitler. Yeah, he's Come on. Adolf Hitler. That'd, be, that'd be amazing. <laughs> I don't think that the mostly Jewish Hollywood would give it to Adolf Hitler. No. It'd be an upset of... Gigantic. I do now think that Downfall got... A Best Actor nomination. Huh. Yeah. All right, then. Yeah. Uh, I also want to throw out Anthony Hopkins for Two Popes. Uh, he was brilliant as um, Benedict. So. 
He's not the stronger of the two, but he is really, really good. It's Anthony Hopkins. Are you surprised? So, uh, now we go into Best Actress. Oh, hi. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm. Not a whole lot of Best Main Leading Actresses in this. I have a few. So, mine was relatively easy because I've been heralding this movie from when I saw it. Um, but, yeah. Who I think is going to win changed completely. <laughs> so, within the last two days. All right. I'll start. <laughs> okay. Go. So, what I think is going to win is Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story. Okay. She is... You realize, holy crap, is she an actress. The scene, again, I'll mention this very quickly again in a different context. Um, The scene (laughs) where she finally confronts Adam Driver is absolutely brilliant. The scene where she and Laura Dern have their first meeting is absolutely brilliant. Her character is not the central emotional crux of the movie, but she is absolutely amazing in this film. Okay. I think she's going to win. I would love Aquafina to win. <laughs> and <laughs> I had never thought that I would ever say that because I, I, just like Melissa McCarthy last year, I was not an Aquafina fan. And then I saw Farewell and I'm like, who the hell is this? Where has this been? Well, I'll, but, I'll even say, like, even oh it's not in the God. same context, but even with Jumanji, it's like she does a very good job. Yeah. yeah. This, this role, so Farewell, she plays the one person in the entire family that thinks it's a bad idea to hide the fact that her grandma is dying of cancer. She is the one that goes, She's no, we should tell her. And then there's a scene later on where she confronts her mother while sitting on the floor and tells her mother, I want to be able to say goodbye to my grandmother. I want to be able to say bye because when my grandfather died, we didn't tell him and then he was just gone. I love my grandmother, and I want I want to be able to say, Grandmother, goodbye, I love you, and I'm, I will miss you. I want to be able to say that, but I can't because of your stupid goddamn Chinese addiction to not being able to tell people. And she just breaks down and starts yelling at her mother. That scene is brilliant. And it still chokes me up, if you can't tell, because it is hard to watch. So it's the one time in that entire movie where she's able to speak her mind. Fucking brilliant. Wow, shit. Yeah, I was going to be that is like for me to actually get choked up on a scene is fucking amazing. Yeah, it's hitting you right now. I can see you're getting a little red around the eyes. She is Jeez, brilliant. That's scene. If the grandmother wasn't so amazing, the mother would get the nomination. But Aquafina's amazing. I've never scene. seen Devin get choked up before. I think I'm gonna have I to have no emotions, so the fact that this hits me. Like, it hit me earlier when I showed my dad a little thing about good movies this year. No, I'm, I'm, yeah, I've never seen you get that kind of choked up. Yeah, I've never seen you that kind of choked up before. That scene is brilliant, and it's, like, it's just one of those scenes that you realize, like, with the right writing, someone that you think couldn't, isn't a good actor, can be amazing. And this is that scene. So, uh, whether she'll win over someone like Renee Zellweger for Judy or Scarlett Johansson, I don't know, but... She at least deserves damn good, damn good competition. Yeah, mm-hmm. she is. She's a contender. It's a very, very tough one. Uh, Megan Kelly from Bombshell. Uh, Charlize Theron as Megan Kelly. There's a threat to everybody, but it's a very packed. I want Aquafina to get a nomination. I want her to win. 
I don't think she will. So, mm. yeah. Someone else. Me? Yeah, let's give you some. Me? Uh, it was. It, it, again, this one's kind of hard. It's just it's like who really actually do I like? And one one of the one of the two is actually kind of surprising. Is that uh, Daisy Ridley? Okay. Okay. I did not. I didn't like. I think I minded Ray the least in this movie. Not that it was good, mind you, but it's like she actually did pretty well with what she was given for yeah. the most part. But the one that I actually have to give it to, just because not only was the acting well done concerning the circumstances, Alita. All right. Uh, I, can't I can't. I can't. I can't. Yeah. yeah. Okay. She is pretty much. She's basically like Gollum, like yeah. almost ninety-five percent CG. They still had her. Still had her motion cap. And even, yeah, everyone makes fun of the big giant eyes. You forget about that five yeah, minutes. I think that movie. works. Works yeah. for the character. It, it shows you it's not supposed to be a human. So you forget about action. it five minutes into the movie, and I felt her. It's like I would like, and the fact that she's able to convey that as good as Andy Circus did with Gollum, that was phenomenal. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, for me, it's tough. Yeah, isn't it? As usual. Uh, but I want to throw uh, Taraji P. Henson out there for uh, the best of enemies. I could see that. I could see that. I could see Lupita Nyong'o for us as well. Yeah. Uh, she played uh, in the story of C.P. Ellis versus uh, who was the leader of the Ku Klux Klan uh, in the South at that time, or in that particular area. That's Sam Rockwell. Versus Sam Rockwell Water. I see Sam Rockwell could potentially get an Oscar. Uh, that was in North Carolina, in Durham, North Carolina, in 1971. Um, All right, then. Oh, yeah. I think Anna DeArmas for uh, Knives Out. Knives Out, yeah. Probably won't get a nomination. I thought it was really well done. Um, but having heard what I have about Aquafina and, again, Scarjo, like, yeah. yeah like I said, I, Two I, movies I, I, I need to watch now. that, though. Farewell blindsided me. It, like, I was expecting to enjoy it, but oh my god. Yeah, like, that movie I remember hearing like about it, and I wanted to go see it when it was in theaters, never got a chance to. That movie just hit me like a truck, and I'm like, usually I don't get affected by movies, but that one just hit me. Is that available yet? Uh, I have it on Voodoo. That, okay. that reminds me heavily of me seeing Rogue One. for the for again, I've said this before, I said this last week during our Star Wars thing, I've watched Rogue One three times. Every time we get... Each single time, every time we get towards that that last half hour where people start dying, I like start sobbing. Yeah. It's crying that kind of hard, and even thinking about it sometimes it gets me a little choked up. That is what that reminds me of, Devin. It's like that kind of hit you, and the first time, obviously, it's gonna blindside you like hell. Yeah, but yeah, that one just holy crap. Uh, also, jumping back to supporting characters, I forgot about um in after the wedding, uh, Julianne Moore in after the wedding. Uh, was absolutely brilliant. Don't think she'll get a nomination, but she was great. If you haven't seen After the Wedding, watch it for her performance at least. Alrighty then. So we're now on Looking to, on to best actor. This like, one was tough. You know what? I'm gonna go with it just because it's nice and easy for me. Brad Pitt and Ad Astra. That's what I said. It was a tough decision between two people, and Brad Pitt kind of really won out. Don't sure. think he's gonna win. No get a nomination. I wouldn't be surprised. But I think he's gonna win. That man. That man, oh, I connected with that in a way that I did not expect. It's like, I, yeah, that it hurt, I especially just that moment 
where where he just has that tear run down, which was spontaneous. Like they did not plan that. Brad Pitt just not scientifically accurate, but who cares? It doesn't matter because it was a damn good moment, and that's a choice by the director to keep that. Oh yeah, it felt like I saw that, and I, I, it hurt. Yeah, it hurt seeing that. Yeah, Um, he just did. He played that emotionally stunted kind of sociopathic guy. Not stunted. It was emotionally restrained. Yeah, like okay. he had the emotions. They were there. I think that'll be the biggest problem with him for Best Actors. It's too subtle. It's subtle. subtle. It's not obvious. There's no big scene where he breaks. There's no Oscar moment. Except there kind he of is. is. Just, That's the worst part. That's the worst part. It's about that. Yeah. If you if you know what you're looking for, he has that moment where he yeah. just he snaps yeah. for him. But that's the thing, is that people people want the big bombastic stuff. It's like yeah. that wasn't what Brad Pitt's character was. Yeah. The fact that he went as far as he did is actually like, holy crap, he's yeah. breaking. Yeah. Um I agree with Brad Pitt. Uh I also was very close to the same Adam Driver from Marriage Story. Because the two of them I'm hearing I mean from man. everything I'm hearing, he did phenomenal. Yeah. Again, the scene where I'm going to say it awkward or differently, but he confronts his ex-wife and the two of them go at it is one of the most powerful scenes. Like you, they finally, finally break that, like what's wrong with this relationship. And the two of them just go at it and go off on each other. Uh, but that scene is impactful. Everything they've always wanted to say. And when Ray Liotta, as his new cutthroat asshole lawyer, goes after his wife, you can tell that he is in pain. He doesn't want to mention any of this. He wanted to do it just 50-50. We split everything. You go your way, I go my way. We're still in love. We still like each other. We're still friends. But because of what Ray Liotta and Laura Dern start saying about about their clients, it starts breaking both of them. And the two of them, I don't know if they're both going to win. Don't know if they're even close. But the two of them deserve the to win for this so i'm also gonna mention uh de niro might have a nomination and pacino and pesci probably have nominations as well even though he was good i will say irishman is very well acted it's just not my favorite so all right tom um also jonathan price's pope Pope francis hot damn was he amazing okay go on (laughs) Uh, Joaquin Phoenix for Joker. Yeah, I Joaquin Phoenix is another one that is up there. I don't know if they'll give another Oscar to someone playing Joker. <laughs> I understand it's working against him. I I have to put that out there just because of how great of a job he did. Yeah. Um, I also want to say Sam Rockwell for pay, for playing CP Ellis in The Best of Enemies. I can see that. And I want to definitely give, obviously, Adam Driver. I want to see this film. Yeah, it's on Netflix. I'm um, going. I'm it, gonna go home and watch it. Does, it. it doesn't Prepare sound like for a gut punch of a movie. Here, yeah, and that's probably to feel good after it. That's probably right. why I won't see it's, it, just because it's, it's like weird. I'm, I'm. That's not it, my kind of like. It, to me, it kind of reminded me of like a Lost in Translation or or a, a La La Land, where it's like you kind of go into it not knowing what to expect. And you get this kind of sucker punch in the middle of the movie, and then you feel happy by the end, and you're like, "What? How?" 
And like, they like seeing people overcome adversity. That's yeah. the thing. And this yeah. is one where all the way through, the two of them are solid. Like, not like, hey, they're solid actors. No, they're they're friends. They they love each other. They obviously love each other. They, they just, just go in a different way. They are going different ways, and they're like trying to figure it out. And the lawyers are the ones that start fucking them over. And Laura Dern, Ray Liotta, and Alan Alda has a nice little little scene or a bunch of scenes as his early lawyer that's like too talkative and just wants to tell his own stories and is too soft as a lawyer. Um, but the two of them, they're just amazing in this. And I've never seen it from either of them. And I'll probably never see it from either of them again. So Now, I know he'll probably not get a nomination for this. But I have to hand it to the young man, Roman Griffin Davis, who played Jojo. He has actually gotten a lot of talk. He did an amazing job playing that role. Nicholas Holt also has some for Tolkien. For If he doesn't get it for Tolkien, um, uh, I would be surprised. For Dark Phoenix? No, uh, okay. he, to, Tolkien. But he was also a supporting character for uh, The Current War. He played Nikola Tesla. There's also been a lot of talk about Song Kang-ho for... Uh, Parasite who played the father, um, but I I don't see him getting a nomination. I will also so. say that I enjoyed uh, Oscar Isaac yes. as Poe in Rise of Skywalker. He was my favorite part by far, yeah. and they finally gave him justice, and he just knocked it out of the park. Two more that have real potential of getting nominations are uh, going to pull up his name because I keep wanting to say Crispin Glover, Christian Bale. For me, Ferrari. Okay. Uh, he was brilliant, but I don't know. Christian Glover is definitely a different person. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Christian, Christian Bale for Ford v. Ferrari. Um, and uh, Daniel Craig for Night's Out. Okay. The two of them have I'm gotten a lot of again, talk. I'm looking but, forward to that tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones for Ad Astra. For that'd be supporting. For you know what? Yeah. I, I, you know what? I honestly kind of had to agree. It was like he was, it was a, a brief part, but. He he was Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. And, also, yeah. Um, why am I blank? Christoph Waltz for Alita. I can see that. Yeah. All right then. Uh, so I guess the last one is the the big one. Yeah. Uh, there is two more. I'm also going to throw out Jeff Daniels. Sure, mention him earlier. Yeah. So now the the biggest individual director. What is the best directed movie of the year? I am not sure what's going to win because one of the biggest front runners, I did not like what I've seen of the movie, and that's Scorsese. I'm not a huge Quentin Tarantino fan. I don't think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is his best. Um, Lulu Chu, I believe, Lulu Chu. Uh, I'm going to make sure of that before I say it. Lulu Wang, sorry. Um, the director of Farewell deserves a nomination. Doubt she'll get it. Greta Gerwig for. Um, uh, Little Women probably will get a nomination. Sam Mendes for 1917 probably will get a nomination. Don't know. I'm for I'm from one or one or two either Ad Astra just because that whole package was put together well. Yep, or o- oddly enough, Far From Home. Far From Home. I don't remember who directed Far From Home. Uh, that's a trio of new new directors or a duo of new directors actually. I um, actually really I actually really liked a lot of what was done in Far From Home. Oh, John Watts is the director of our film. Yeah. Watts. I don't know. Um, personally, my pick, what I want to win, I mentioned him probably on our first or second episode is Bong Joon-ho. Yeah. Fucking Parasite. Uh, 
he's been one of my favorite like top directors snowpiercer uh the host which is in my top three movies of all time i love bong joon ho the fact that he's gotten such a perfect movie and everyone noticed damn and again also it's, it's all downhill the right? last four years were alexandra Inuritu, guillermo del toro and alfonso Cuarón. <laughs> three foreign directors a lot of foreign gonna, names are they going to give it to another foreign director hopefully that it's cool. not mexican so it's all so <laughs> the last but it's year, korea the le- five of the last six years have been mexican directors really alfonso Cuarón twice alexandra Inuritu twice birdman and uh uh revenant uh and then guillermo del toro for shape of water huh you know Hans Cron for gravity and i believe uh roma so wow they yeah, have precedence for giving it to foreign directors. <laughs> I wanted to go to Bong Joon-ho, but I think it's going to go to someone else. I think it's going to go to, like, Scorsese or something, but I would love it not to go to him and to go to Bong Joon-ho. Because I just think he is a brilliant director that nobody knew until this year. So. Not any of them. I just don't think I've really seen anything. Mainly because of you. <laughs> yeah. But Noah Bombach might have a chance with uh, Marriage Story, but I think it's too... I, I don't think it's... Niche. Yeah, I, I don't think it's gonna... It's, like, big enough. Whereas I think Parasite is big enough, is unique enough, and is good enough to win. Uh, marriage Story is good enough to win, but it's a character study of two people in a divorce. It's not... Doesn't have a unique spin that people... Yeah. So. That people want. And like, well, where's the draw? Yeah. All right. Uh, Tom? Um, for me, I think it's going to be one of two, uh, one of three people. Uh, two of them are for one movie and one's for another. Uh, either, uh, Anthony and Joe Russo for I could a, see Avengers Endgame. The uh... amount of puzzle pieces they had to play mm-hmm. with, I could see it. Uh, the other one being Taika Waititi for Jojo Rabbit. That's the other one that was kind of like, like Dark Horse that I don't think he'll win, but might get the nomination. He'll get like the fifth slot. Yeah. Uh, but I think Sam Mendes, if 1917's as good as we think it is, right. it could be really good. As good as we hope by this point. Yeah. Yeah. I also think Adam Sandler might get a nomination for actor, which would be weird. But oh, for Uncut Gems? For Uncut Gems. Yeah. I could see that. Maybe. So, And then Saoirse Ronan might get a Best Actress for Little Women, depending yeah. on Yeah, and Joe March. So. Um, that leads us to our final category, the best big one. picture. So one, this is either your favorite movie of the year or the movie that you think is the best of the year. It might not be the same. And the movie you think will win best picture. So I'm going to put this out there right now. Okay. I already have six ticked off for this. All right, go ahead. I have one. <laughs> I got so one. I got one. Ad Astra. <laughs> okay. Avengers Endgame. I think Joker will probably get the comic book pick above Endgame, but I could see Endgame getting that. Jojo Rabbit. Okay. Tolkien. Okay. The Upside. Okay. And The Best of Enemies. Okay. I personally would like to see Jojo Rabbit win it. I think Jojo Rabbit has the best chance of getting nominated, for sure. Um, Just because, again, the movie is phenomenal. You think you're going to get one thing, and then by the end of it, you're going, what the fuck just happened to me? All right. Like, legit, afterwards, I went on an emotional roller coaster, 
And at the end, I... You were I, confused. You are confused the I first was time confused. Around. Like, it was the first time in a really long time I didn't know how I felt about the movie. And then the we, more I thought about it... When we chatted. And we chatted, it kind of solidified my thoughts. And then the second time seeing it solidified everything. 100%. All right. James? <laughs> Me, it's easy at Astra. Mine, it's easy. It's Parasite. Yeah. Yeah. At Astra was a close second. Personally, I love Delita Battle Angel. Yeah. So did I. I don't think so it's going to go up for. I love. Those are my three that I've given perfect scores Delita Battle Angel, uh, Ad Astra, and Parasite. Those are my top three of the year, solidly. Uh, Avengers Endgame is up there. I had enough little gripes with it. That it wasn't perfect. Yeah, my my top two yeah. are definitely Ad Astra and Alita. And the only reason with Alita is that it does a couple anime bullshit things, and I'm just like I'm, I'm already kind of tired of. Yeah. So it that's why it's a little lower than Ad Astra. But no, that's why Ad Astra for me. Do I see it winning? No, I see it have possible so nomination. The way the top best picture is, it will be five guaranteed to have five, depending on how the collective originally votes before the nominations are released there may be anywhere between five and ten they kind of open it up because there's so many different movies out now there's never been ten in a year that's just how it's shaken out usually it ends about eight or nine ad astra could get that eight or eight or ninth i don't think it'll be a front runner i don't think it'll win yeah, the biggest biggest thing working against it is that as phenomenal as it is we've had interstellar we've had gravity we've had yeah we've, we've had, had the, the expanse we've, too we've had the space. similar it's just the best of the similar like i think gravity is perfect gravity is amazing i think gravity is great for what it is but i don't think like i think ad astra is just a better version of gravity which is saying something because i think gravity is great i think it's a better version of interstellar wasn't a huge fan of Interstellar. It jumped its own shark. But I think it's a better version of that. It jumped its own rainbow black hole. Yeah. I just re my dad just rewatched it. I kind of watched it too. Yeah. It hit a point where I'm like, this movie's this is where it sucks. <laughs> but it hit a wall. I and then went through that wall. I think Ad Astra has a chance of getting a nomination. I don't think it's gonna win. Oh no, I have absolutely no I would yeah. love it. I don't see it. Yeah. Uh Jojo Rabbit, just like Ad Astra, has a chance of getting nominated. I would love it if it, if it wins. I, I would absolutely love it if either of those win, but I don't think it has a chance. And the same thing like, with Parasite. Parasite, it will get a nomination, guaranteed. Mm -hmm. Like, it's one of those five. I don't know if it'll win. It'll win Best Foreign. They might say, well, it already won that. Why should we give it this? I don't know if Parasite doesn't win. I'm not sure what will. Like, Green Book last year winning over Roma. I wasn't a huge fan of Roma. So good. I love Green Book. But we won't we won't even have an idea until we actually see the release of it. Yeah. I'm real curious to see what they're gonna put for their tops. I would love to see oh. what the And I also have yeah. we also have to mention nineteen seventeen, because we don't know yet. Nineteen seventeen might be up there. Irishman, I need to finish it. Maybe it all ties together and feels like a more cohesive package when it ends. I'm not sure. Um Portrait of a Lady on Fire, we haven't even mentioned. That could be amazing. That could that could knock Parasite out for best foreign language. Doubt it, but it could. Lighthouse, I'm going to be watching after this. Uh, I don't. I expect maybe Robert Pattinson to, to eke into a, a nomination for actor. Maybe Defoe for supporting. We'll see. Um, Klaus, 
Claus might do something with the the, the animated film. Um, Little Women will get some hustlers we haven't mentioned, but that is getting a bunch of Oscar buzz for a movie about strippers. Yeah, which surprises me. J Lo is getting a, a like a push for best actress, and it's being taken seriously. So that's a thing. Uh, it's been a weird year, Devin. Yeah, well, did she get weird. something for Geely? I, I doubt it. Razzie probably. Um, <laughs> Honey Boy. Uh, we haven't mentioned Honey Boy at all, but the movie about yeah. Shia LaBeouf. He's been getting some for writing and acting. So, okay. Um, Dolomite is my name. Uh, Eddie Murphy's been getting talked about acting award. Uh, Richard Jewell uh, has been getting both for the guy who plays Richard Jewell and the guy who plays his mother. Um, I lost my... Who plays his mother? Uh, Not the guy who plays his mother. The woman who plays his mother. Um, <laughs> that'd sorry, be Kathy, Kathy Bates. Yeah, I was going to say... Uh, that'd, be, that'd be damn impressive. <laughs> to add even more po- weird possibility, um, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, uh, Tom Hanks has been getting talk for a supporting actor. It would not surprise mm-hmm. me. Uh, Adam Driver for The Report is getting talk. Okay. And a lot of talk. Uh, Pain and Glory. Um, Antonio Banderas. Yep. Uh, Remark Ruffalo for Dark Waters. I want to see that movie. Um, Rocketman. Taron Edgerton. Fantastic movie. Queen and Slim got a little bit of talk for uh, Daniel Kaluuya, but not much. Um, Judy. Just currently playing on in the other room. Renee yep. Zellweger is actually a high front runner for actress. Not surprising. Um, but yeah, there's a bunch of these movies that all are coming out right at the end of the year. Uh, Where'd you go, Burn? That has kind of this outside shot of getting nomination for Kate Blanchett. But as far as best picture, no clue, no, no idea. Yeah, it's, it's all wide open. Like I could see Irishman winning. I'd be a little annoyed, but I wouldn't be all that surprised. Um, I can see any of our picks winning. Yeah, Parasite winning. Like, I think of the three ultimate picks, I think Parasite has the best chance just because of the notoriety of the movie. Oh, absolutely. And just, I have to see Jojo Rabbit to kind of establish, but I think... Please do. Between Ad Astra and and Parasite, I think Parasite, it's like a more human movie. More human. No, I know exactly what you're getting. And, like, I loved Ad Astra, I loved Parasite, I loved... Alita, but I think Parasite of the three is the best movie, which is weird because it's like the least production design, the least cinematography, the least flashy. That kind of goes to show brilliant. that if you've got something, if you've got a good story to tell, you don't need the flashy stuff. Yeah, and it's yeah. such a subtle story. Like it's just one family that gets itself hired into another family. And I think I think that's the biggest thing working against Ad Astra is that it's absolutely subtle. Yeah. Unfortunately, people take it as too too subtle. Whereas yeah. People like you and me, Devin, who are a little more restrained in our emotions usually, yeah. whether by choice or just by the fact that it's not worth, worth the effort, you see you see what Brad Pitt's character is struggling through, and it's like, you feel that. Yeah. At least that's what how it was for me. It's like yeah, I, I read into his emotions immediately. Exactly. I was of emotion, but wanting emotion. I wasn't yeah. confused in the least because mm-hmm. I've had those moments. Yeah. So, I don't know what's going to win. Um, I personally it's hope it's, like, even uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. What's Fun Time in Hollywood is a damn good movie. Yeah. But what's that Endgame? Endgame. What's I that Rise of Skywalker? Like one, one Rise of Skywalker better not. <laughs> Endgame. I can see getting a nomination. Uh, Joker will most likely get the 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 quote unquote popular vote. Um, 
whether Joker deserves a nomination, probably. I, I, I think Joker is a good movie. Um, it's just... I wish everybody would stop quoting the damn thing. We live in a society. No, no shit. But I don't know. We'll we'll see how Joker does. I don't think Todd Phillips will get a nomination. Mostly because mm. he's kind of an ass. Um, <laughs> but we'll see. Uh, Taika Waititi could get a nomination for Joker, right? I did see that. So. Yeah. But, but yeah, there there are like other movies here and there that might surprise us by it's, the time. You know, usually, and we, we've asked you this years before when we were just chatting about stuff, but it's like usually you've got a pretty clear idea who you think is going to be, if not the winner, yeah. a damn good runner-up. Usually there's a front-runner. And for Best Picture, it's kind of... There's like four. It's, it's like, yeah. Like Marriage Story. Jolly. I could easily, easily see Marriage Story winning. Would I be surprised? Yeah. Would I be sad? Hell no. But yeah, it's like it's, there's like a couple ju- balls in the air being juggled right now, and yeah. it's kind of hard to pick out which one's doing. And the I'm best. thinking, will Marriage Story, Two Popes, and uh, Irishman get dinged hard for being on Netflix? Maybe. With Irish, Irishman, though, you're not too upset about that. With Irishman, at least, like it is Scorsese. Uh, the director Noah Baumbach, who did uh, Marriage Story. I could see that one getting the the nom- getting the win and them not really caring about Netflix because it is a low budget movie. But I don't know if they'll go that route. Um, um honestly, this is the most I've ever paid to, paid attention to Oscars, and it's actually kind of interesting to see how this is going to play out. It's one of those. The reasons I the reason I look at the Oscars every year is as much fun as something like Rise of Skywalker is. I love the fact that they they don't play into the, the capitalist type like hey let's just make another sequel they never look at those as good they're like this has already been done this is a rehash original stories almost always are the, the front runner the, the worst part is yeah. more and more I find my I find my taste more in line with that yeah and that's kind of funny since I used to make fun of the yeah. I, I still make fun of the pretentious bullshit that goes on yeah. and I'm still not necessarily wrong about that yeah and I will say the Oscars are very pretentious they are but I, as a filmmaker, as someone who wants to, one of my goals is to be part of the Academy. It is the people that make movies giving their opinions on what are the best movies. And that sets it aside from like the critics. And they go with people they, choice. They go for the originality and creativity. Yeah. They go. Is, they celebrate that. Yeah. They celebrate good filmmaking more than making money. And that's where Critics' Choice Awards and uh, People's Choice Awards. I mean, People's Choice Awards, cool, yeah. Endgame's going to win a bunch because everyone saw it. Popular was The Academy, yeah, it's a little weird. Like, they get screener copies. There's a bunch of political bullshit inside of that. But the general idea of the Oscars, that's where I have credit for. So, And I'm finding myself more and more in line. Yeah. And agreeing with that, so. But yeah. Uh, that's it. <laughs> that's ours. I want Parasite to win. Go Parasite. Get nominations. Get all the fucking nominations for all I care. Um, I need to see it, but I'll also be happy with Ad Astra getting a, getting a few good ones. Yeah. Uh, I think Ad Astra has a chance for some of them, but uh, the big ones, I, I don't. Know, oh, I'd, sure. be I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised, but I'd be, I'd be delighted. It so, would not be a bad. It would be not be a bad one to win. And I still need so. like, I I still want to see Jojo Rabbit. I still want to see Knives Out, which again I'm going to yeah. tomorrow most likely. Yeah, if you get a chance to see Parasite. Let me know what you think. Because I'm very curious what other people. If it is, if it is, I love it. But 
I also love Korean. Thrillers. If it's still well, so I'm finding myself more and more in line with yeah. that. If if it's still you know, out in the theater like Thursday or Friday, I have this week off from work. I will gladly go and see it. Cool. Yeah, I know Parasite's not available anymore. Uh, it is on. It is out today. I went to look at times and it was out. I'm like, what? A theater that you work at. Well, really? I looked it up today to go and see a movie, and it was it was like what? <laughs> okay, I'll go see that again. And then I'm like, I'm busy. Anyway, uh, yeah. Before we start looking up stuff, um, go see more movies. Uh, we'll be back in a few weeks. We're taking next week off because of just uh, New Year's, Christmas, blah blah blah. We'll be back in the new year. Um, whether the Oscar nominations will be out by then, we don't know. If they are, we're going to go over what we think is going to win and that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Um, might be a shorter episode since we did, did this. Um, but we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Um, keep up on Facebook. Like, comment, subscribe, all that jazz. Uh, if you have any movies that you think we missed that we should have seen this past year, limited to 2019 or early 2020, uh, just let us know. We'll give it a shot. One of us will give it a shot. Uh, yeah, any last things for this year of 2019? Not uh, particularly. Thanks for sticking with us, and uh, I can't wait to see where this is going to go for Oscar Nam. So, yeah, uh, in fact, if you have any ones that you think or agree or disagree with us, please uh, comment and let us know. And the last thing going into 2020, if you love movies and you want to join us for an episode, leave us a leave us a comment or something. We'd love to have a new take, kind of what we did with Chris and with Jenny. Mm-hmm. We'd love to have a new take. Um, and if you know a lot about movies, you see a lot of movies, and you're like, these people are wrong, feel free to feel free to leave us a message. We, if you are near where we are, or if you want to call in for one, we'll see what we can do. Yeah. Yeah. That could be something we can do in 2020. Sounds good. Hopefully we'll awesome. be back with some new visuals or something along those lines. and uh, maybe, yeah, maybe something new. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll see ya. So that's the year of 2019. Um, I've been Devin. I've been James. And I've been Tom. And speaking for Jenny and Chris that have been on the show as well, uh, it's been a good year. Absolutely. And we will see you next year. Yeah. And happy Christmas, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah. Happy Boxing Day. Whatever All those things. Whatever holidays you celebrate. And Happy New Year. Yeah, that too. Bye, everyone. <laughs>